0: Got a mission. (gasps) Yes! Yes! (gasps) No, 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 no. Because where you are going to, there are different hygiene regulations. No high five, I'm sorry.
1: Party poopers!
0: And that's exactly why you are going down there.
2: We're going! We're going fly to the earth! Yes! Yeah,
0: yes. I knew it!
2: We're going fly
1: mm. to the earth! Which wings oh, do I need to fly to the earth? The oh, Super Ultralight yeah. 7-7 or the Super Super Ultralight 5 You are going
0: 3- to bring them a joyful message!
2: We're gonna have a huge performance! I knew it! I've got a joy, 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 joy down in my heart, down in my heart! Down in my heart, got a joy, 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 joy. Down, down in my heart, down in my heart to stay. stay.
0: <laughs> uh, Mr. Angels, Mr. Yes. Angels, I'm so sorry. It's not actually about you, okay. but the people, specifically the shepherds. What?
1: Sorry, chief captain, did I get this one right? We should go to the shepherds. This is this poor folk. These folks, they smell really badly, I yes. tell
0: you. Yes. Oh Are you finished? Like sh- sh- sheep. Yes, like sheep. <coughs> if they would have
1: at least big animals, giraffes or something nice, elephants, I cal- have
0: to do camas, camas, everything by myself, and such and as dress them. What was the she message smelled. again? Bad, bad. Behold, behold, behold. She Behold, I bring you great joy. Uh oh. Now I only have to tell that my giraffes, face. Giraffes. Okay, chew Okay?
2: Yeah, chew offs. Yes, yes. Chew offs. Sheep
1: smell. Sheep's are ugly. I don't like sheep. Come out like.
0: Maybe Christmas is more stress than joy for you too, because you have to meet, to meet your relatives, you have to buy presents with what money and what time.
2: Maybe you even don't know if or where you will spend this Christmas. Maybe you're sitting in front of a pill of broken glass. Joy is not the feeling you have right now. Your circumstances are very bad.
0: Yeah, but it says the most wonderful time of the year. It says it on every pillow, on every um, tea glass. So there should be a joyful and happy time, but there is something about this joy. We have it very easy when we are kids, but when we are getting older, we lose it all the time. Mm. The topic of today is how can i get back my joy and we did a little research in the bible and through this research we stumbled upon paul and he impressed us how he was writing his letters to the philippians Um, we have to keep in mind that paul was sitting in prison while he was writing those letters but how he writes them is full of love and joy We read in the Philippians 1, verse 3 and 4, I thank my God every time I remember you. In all my prayers for all of you, I always pray with joy. And in Philippians 3, verse 1, he writes further, my brothers and sisters, rejoice in the Lord.
1: Rejoice in the Lord. Thank you, Leah, for bringing those beautiful verses to us. You have such a lovely voice i like it really much (laughs) thank you um this verse or this this, verses, if this is the plural um are really uh, a challenge to me because you told us paul was imprisoned and the letter to the philippians was the 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 joy letter it's called the letter of joy where it's all, all all of the theme is joy and i how how did paul get that how could He keep his joy, how didn't he lose the joy? Um, I have a question, was it because it was a really super nice uh, prison?
2: No, I'm in shackles.
1: Okay, that can't be, other idea. Um, Okay, I got it, I got it. It must be because
2: you have really, really nice, super cool judges. No, they hold me back here in prison despite my proven innocence and maybe worse, they sentenced me to death. We need another idea why he
1: didn't lose his joy. I got it. It must be
2: because you have really good news um, from the churches you founded. it. Not exactly. From some I hear that they really stand up for the belief and take me as role model, but others, star preachers putting themselves in the middle and show me here in prison
0: we are doing better than you we are doing it so much better than you and people are running after us not after you anymore sorry
1: how painful the people he brought to Christ are turning their backs and he's all alone in the prison how is it possible how Can you keep your joy in those situations? It's not because it's a nice prison cell. It's not uh, because of of nice churches. It's not because of good news. Um, What is it? I think it's not something that keeps the joy in Paul alive. I think it's someone. And this someone is Christ. Christ.
0: It has to be Jesus Christ who gave Paul this joy in prison because he had really no reason. He had all the reason to be upset about the Philippians, but his letters are full of love and joy. If you read again in the Philippians, um, I thank my God every time I remember you in all my prayers for all of you, I always pray with joy, we realize something. Paul was thinking good about others. He was thinking good about the Philippians. And this leads us to our first point. Think good about others and about yourself. So easy, in theory, but so hard in real life. A few weeks ago, I went for dinner with my niece because it was my birthday present for her. We went to an Italian restaurant. And as we were driving back late in the night, in the middle of nowhere, um, a police officer pulled me over. Hello. Um, no bad feelings came up within me because I knew I wasn't speeding. I had all my papers with me and this guy seemed to be friendly, so I answered, Grüezi.
2: Do you have an idea why we pulled you over?
0: I felt as a kindergarten kid. Um, And I nearly answered, yes, it's Frauenfeld in the middle of the night. I'm the only car on the road. Maybe you were just bored. (laughs) But I bit my tongue, though, because I'm well-educated, thanks to my mom. So I I answered very politely and said, I have no idea.
2: Do you know what a stop sign means?
0: Oh, now we are playing quiz show. And... um, I was getting annoyed by this guy, but I, as I told you, I'm very well-educated, so I just answered him what I learned 22 years ago during my driving lessons, but then he said...
2: Yes, and what you did, it called so a stop roll. It cost you 60 Swiss francs.
0: And it was clear for me, this poor guy, had to have great inferiority complex or marriage issues or both and I was sure that the whole police officer world was just bothered about unimportant things because if not why the heck would this cop find me in the middle of a night for such a small crap and those negative thoughts they took so much space in my heart that the whole evening somehow got poisoned. And it, it's a sad thing because I had a very good time with my niece.
2: Yeah, and as your husband's beacon, it gets sadder and better because you called me, Simon, the cars, it's not working anymore. You have to pick me up at 11 at night.
0: Yeah, because the battery was low. Um, I, I turned on the light. I had the light on the whole time and this police officer, he... Was just talking and talking and then the battery was gone, so I'm sorry, but thank mm. you. Thanks again. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, but it's a long story, but what it shows is we don't have to search for negative thoughts. Something, we experience something and out of the blue they are here and it seems like we can't do anything against them. But we can influence how we react to them, so there are two ways, first, we can... Um, allow negative thoughts to linger in our hearts and they become a filter through which we will see our world or we can fight against them because what we think, we believe. It's good. And what we believe, we speak out loud and our words create our world.
2: It's good. Oh, that's a so, good thought, lady.
0: So, But I realized something on this evening. We have to fight against negative thoughts. The biggest battlefield is not in a piece of land. It's between our ears.
2: Good again. So deep.
0: But you always wanted to know concrete, specific Yes.
2: Because, you know, fighting against thoughts, against other people, I know that. But what, what I know even better is, negative thoughts against myself yes so if i ask the question how in the world do i win the whole battle of these thoughts also against myself
1: i think we have to try to um to get our negative thoughts under the truth of the bible it's good but
2: and no specifically it's I mean, that sounds great, Nico. But thanks, Sam. You know, I need a story. Very religious story. Bring me a personal story.
1: Okay, a personal. Um, When I was a kid, I fell in love with Jesus really early. When I was six, I said, Jesus, I want to give you my life. I want to live with you. It really really was a deep desire in my heart. And uh, I grew up in a great church, but I had some some, uh, um, difficult um, experiences there also. When I was 12, I wanted to bring... Um, a new, fresh wind into my church. I, I love music uh, always, always, and then I, I bought myself a saxophone. I, I um, collected all the money over years, and I bought the saxophone. And said, "Hey guys, let me play the saxophone in church. That we have new wind and a cool worship." Nice. And after the first Sunday, um, the, the elders came to me and said, "Okay, um, Mr. Backman, um, little boy, come to us. Um, nice, but uh, put your saxophone, please, away." But, but why? Tell me why. They told me, look, the problem is a saxophone is a very erotic instrument. No,
2: that's not true.
1: Yes, imagine me, I me playing the saxophone, totally very erotic. I
0: understand. I can what totally understand. What
1: in the world is erotic about when it when you <laughs> play the saxophone? I don't know. I don't know. Um, uh, yeah, 12-year-old boy, okay. Uh, then then I, I thought, okay, I have to do something else. Um, perhaps I can play drama. Uh, this is also a good idea to bring fresh wind into the church. We did some drama and uh, perhaps it was a little bit crazy. I don't know exactly, but after the first drama, they um, called me again. Okay, Mr. Backman, um, little boy, um, nice um, try, but um, don't do that again because drama is not from God. No, give me a break.
0: (laughs) It must have been a very bad drama.
1: Drama, perhaps, yeah, but, but they told us drama is more from the other side. That's so bad. And um, uh, suddenly it made something with my heart. I, I thought, okay, when I-, when, I- when I would play drama or saxophone, um, it's not from God. But I-, I liked those things. And suddenly I thought, okay, perhaps God doesn't love me so much as I believed he'd do when I was six years old. Um, side story, in school I was um, at the gymnasium, like the-, the college. No, not college, this is... Well, It's college. It's college, and there was a, a lot of cursing in our, in my class, and um, really bad cursing, like "God damn it!" the whole time. "God damn it!" God, I, I I thought, guys, are you are you are you realizing what you're saying? Do you really want that God is condemning you? And um, uh, they they try to stop it because they. Uh, really began to think about it. But the problem was, I was fighting against that and suddenly I heard those thoughts in my heart, in my, in my thoughts here, in the night, God damn it, God damn it, and I, t- I took it personally. Um, suddenly I condemned myself because I thought all of the things I did wrong in church and perhaps God doesn't love me really so much and my heart getting heavier and heavier, and dark thoughts, all the joy was a little bit gone. Um, I, I really fighted against it, but I didn't know how it, it, the, the thoughts they come again and again and again And then I, I went to a uh, university. I wanted to study theology because I um, um, immer noch I Still had the desire to serve God But uh, the thing was when I was there for a few weeks uh, suddenly another student came to me and said I'm not sure if you are really born again. Because you're doing um, uh, a paper uh, um, uh, Plane. p- paper planes, and um, you're doing jokes, and I'm not sure if you, really, if you really have Jesus in your heart. And that was really, really um, uh, um, the, 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 the... The volcano. Yeah, the volcano. It exploded, and I thought, hey, Jesus doesn't love me. That, that's, that's just not for me, but for other guys. And I had such a heavy heart, no joy, and I get to my old professor, and... Thank God I met this guy. He was the angel for me. What's he, his name? He, he, his name was Eric Maurhofer. God he took him. me. He said, okay. Come on, young man. We have to read a passage of the Bible, you know. Tell me. A passage of the good old Bible. Tell and that me. was so, so touching. And then he said, let's go to First John chapter 3. And this, these words, they hit me. If our hearts condemn us. We know that God is greater than our hearts and he knows everything. Dear friends, if our hearts do not condemn us anymore, we have confidence before God. And every word was like a little explosion in my heart. The the, the heavy stone get a little bit smaller. But I had to read it again and again. I I, I soaked it up like a sponge. I, I, I wrote it that day. Surely 50 times, okay. If, if, if my heart, if our hearts condemn us, we know that a God is greater. God, God's thoughts are different or greater than, than the thoughts in my heart. And I, um, I had to repeat it every day. Uh, okay, okay. So those thoughts, um, they don't change that I am a child of God. They don't change that I'm loved by God. And I, I um, learned this verse by heart. And not only this, I, I, I saw it as a weapon. I learned 700 verses from the Bible. And I, I repeated them. Even if, if those thoughts come again, I said, okay, Lord, here, here it stands. I, I bring my thoughts to you. I want, I want that your word is, is, is more important than my thoughts. Because you said your thoughts are different. And, and you are your love is greater than my, my condemnation. And I, I was so glad to have this weapon, you know, and my heart um, getting lighter and I get my joy back. And that was so important. And this book has the biggest worth in everything I can imagine on the thirst. I love this book really from the bottom of my heart. Every mm. word, every verse. Mm. Amen. Thank Amen. you so Come much. Thank you. Thank
0: you. Yes. Thank
2: you. So happy that you didn't give, gave up,
0: didn't yes. give up. Yes. Thank you for this personal story and 700 Bible verses. Wow. But that's what I feel, if I spend time with you, you are full of those um, truths which are in the Bible. It's very, it's great. And it's, it's, we need the Bible because we have to take those truths to to know what God thinks about us. It's our sword. Yes, it's our sword, so we Mm. can think good about us and about others, fight those battles. Mm. It's worth it. There is another point with this Paul and this Philippians. Paul, he was a great preacher and a lot of people were following him. He was an influencer of these times, but then he he went to jail innocent and he he wrote in the letters that he had everything and he had nothing and that he can live with both because he has God who gives him strength, and this brings us to our second point: have joy in Jesus, even though you can't see Him.
2: Yes, that's good, but that's yeah. also very hard. Really hard, Sam. For me, it's, for me, it's sometimes I'm really, um, um, I really suffer a- about that. And I'm longing that I can touch Jesus. Mm. It's, you know, Jesus says, um, it's great to believe. Mm. And uh, they come to the heaven who are believing even if they don't see me. Mm. But for me, sometimes mm. I say, Jesus, I want to touch mm. you. Mm. Mm. It's so hard just the faith. Mm. When my dad died, um,
1: uh, last winter, I was also, uh, it was really... Uh, a dark moment, and there, I, I, I understand you totally, Sam, because then I had the wish that I could make dick, and Jesus would stand there, and he would go with me, um, explain me everything, come with me to the funeral, um, show his power, show me the heavens. We read about it, and we dream about it, but sometimes it would be so nice to, to really, that Jesus would stand here face to face um, here and in the midst of you, us. you
0: could touch him. And then we try to reach, but we reach into emptiness. Mm -hmm. And then we orientate orientate ourselves into things that are visible Mm -hmm. again.
2: Yeah, and I think we all know these situations. We're seeking our happiness in things, material, or also in other people, in persons. I know that very well. Ooh, once I have that new car... Who wants I have that bigger house where we can breathe as a family? Who wants I've got that girl or that boy who loves me and I can love her back? Once I have kids, I will be really fulfilled. But haven't we experienced it as soon as we have that? That things that long for things. It burst like a soap bubble. Astonishingly fast. Mm-hmm. The joy of anticipation was so big. Now where is the joy? Where is the joy? I'm wondering. Do you know that? Yes. For me, um, and I'm a person. I would like to have more, more of everything. I Leah, can tell. Was it? Was, I you can, can tell. But what is it with you? What do you like to have more? Clothes or interior things. Yes. What I don't ask you Nico because you are two levels ahead on no, no, that no, topic. No. Do you have no, something?
1: No, no. <laughs> I, I have all I, I love I love um uh, cool holidays for example. I long for um beautiful moments, somewhere in adventure, outside.
2: I'm longing for Come that. On. But fact is and we know it, mm. that things or people does not or do not automatically make us happy, right? That's right. So, I found a recipe. I found a recipe to a fulfilled life. And let's have a look in Philippians 4, 6. Come on, give us your recipe, Simon. I tell you. Preach it, brother. The recipe, Philippians 4, 6. Don't worry about anything. Instead, pray about everything. Tell God what you need and thank Him for all He has done. Maybe that's too fast for you, but that's very, very, very deep. I experienced that last Monday. I wrote that verse in the woods and I told God, Jesus, I need to preach on Sunday. How in the world should that go? Tell him what you need. Jesus, I need wisdom. I need preparing times. Thank him for all he has done. Jesus, you know what's best for me. I thank you that you will help me. Mm. And then I experience that recipe. Mm. Then you will experience God's peace, which exceeds anything we can understand. Mm. His peace will guard your hearts and minds Mm. as you live in Mm. Christ. Mm. And that's the thing. Living in Christ. Tell Him what you need. Mm. Thank Him. Because you know that, you, that, that, you, you, that he knows what you need. Mm. And in this connection, living in him.
1: Yes, that's um, amazing. such a beautiful recipe. How, how um, do you do it um, specifically?
2: Yeah, you yeah. know, I've, my thought is this. We are all human, you know? Okay. Flesh, blood. Pook your, pook your neighbor, you see? Some of them got some more flesh around. Some of them got less flesh. That's not my point. We have hunger. We have desires, lusts. We are totally human, earthly beings. But my point is, you are not only human. You are also a spiritual creature. You know why? Because God breathed his life into you a long time ago. You have a soul. You have a spirit. And your spirit takes his Fulfillment, his current only by connecting with the divine source with the divine source which is the Holy Spirit in the person of Jesus Christ mm. so once again mm. because we are all human but we are not only human we are also spiritual creatures I'm 100% sure that you never will be happy, really happy. Not superficial happy, but deep happy till you plug into the divine source in Jesus Christ. And when you understand that, you can understand why Paul says, if I have less, or if I have a lot, I know it. but bo- I, I knew it. Both I had it. Both I can live with both. I'm not dependent on it. If you have less, maybe you're looking today, and you have really you have not a lot. But that's not the problem. The problem is that you're not plugged in to the source. You are double poor, so to so to speak. If you have a lot, and we Europeans, we have so much houses, if you have a lot of friends, if you have money, whatever, if you have a lot and you are not plugged into the source, you are poor as well, poor you. You have all, you you have all, you can imagine, and you are wondering why you are not happy inside. Where is the luck? Where is your joy? If you have less and you plug into the source, and I hope you hear me, I hope you understand what I say. If you plug into the divine source, which is Jesus Christ, you are delighted. You are living Philippians 4 6. You are living in Jesus Christ. You are living in that connection and you can live with less. It's no problem. If you have a lot and you're plugged in. Christmas tree. You're looking like a Christmas tree. No. If you have a lot and you're plugged into the divine source. You're doubly rich. You're blessed. Happy you. You have so much you can give to others. You can, you can invest your wealth divinely. Happy us. And that's our challenge. And I hope you get that picture. And I want to challenge you. If you are a Christian for a long time. And you say, Simon, I plugged in a long time ago. And I don't know what you're talking about. Maybe once you knew it, but now I don't feel that joy. I ask you, are you really living the recipe? Are you cooking it day by night, day and night? You know the Bible talks about an investment. Thinking about your words day and night. I'm not talking about a flattering internet connection where you can speak, it's so hard to hear the other person. We all know that. I'm not talking about that connection with God. I'm talking about a super flat rate, always, always connection, day and night, always online. Come on. You know, living in that, asking, being thankful, no. getting the peace, being in the Word, know the weapons. You know, know the weapons like you, 700 verses, that's an investment. It's not just coming on Sunday to church, raising your hands, worshiping your Jesus, and the rest of the week you're just living your life. And then you don't, please don't wonder why it's not working. And I challenge you today and I ask you, confess and 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 confess that you wanna you need Jesus Christ that's the only only thing for a, for a happy life maybe you need to come back maybe you never you never plugged in and if you never plugged in you feel spiritually poor I have a good news for you. Just plug in. There is such an adventure, I tell you. There is such an adventure waiting for you. Plug in to the divine source. Jesus is waiting for you for a long time. Come back home. Come home.